Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, July 26th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski, joined by my co-host, Truman Karczewski. How's it going, guys? We're welcomed back in studio today by Cubs and Bears fan Brian Leonard. Glad to be here. <laughs> We're going to get to a little bit later. Uh, I know the Cubs and Brewers are kind of going back and forth right now, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit later. I know Truman's been wanting to debate this a little bit after the Brewers have been kind of falling down the past couple weeks. After we beat the Nationals twice. And Nationals suck. We're going to get into football first. Training camp is opening up today. Uh, I know a couple camps have been open for a little bit. Uh, the Ravens and the... Who was playing in the Hall of Fame game? Ravens and the Bears. Bears. Yeah. So the Bears have been there for a while. But everybody's kind of showing up now. All the camps are opening up. Uh, but we're going to continue reviewing some of these teams. We're going to do the Redskins and Buccaneers today. Uh, we'll start with the Redskins. 7-9 um, and nine last year. Kind of have been a mediocre team the last couple years with Kirk Cousins, but uh, he's gone now. That era is over. They added Alex Smith in a trade. Uh, they also added Paul Richardson from the Seahawks. Uh, they lost Terrell Pryor. Not really lost. Didn't have that great of a year last year. Uh, but they had, they had a pretty good draft. They drafted Geis in the second round, I believe. Uh, and then they took Deron Payne in the first round out of Alabama. Uh, why are you shaking your head there, Brian? All the Redskins do recently, it seems, is draft Alabama players. I'm, they took Allen last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I don't know. They're really into Alabama players lately. I mean, Alabama's probably the most NFL-ready program. Uh, but so, Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, still, I mean, you're a big like, Alabama guy, but... I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> their infatuation with Alabama, Alabama guys. Players. Especially SEC guys. Look, they took guys, too. Um, yeah. But this team has talent. They got Josh Norman. They got Ryan Kerrigan, who I think is one of the most underrated defensive players in the game. Uh, Chris Thompson, one of the best receiving running backs in the NFL. Jordan Reed, when healthy, is one of the better tight ends. And Trent Williams is one of the better left tackles in the NFL. So this team does have talent. Uh, I don't think they did enough over the offseason to go above the 7-9 record. I like Jay Gruden. Uh, I like Alex Smith. But they just don't have enough weapons for him, I think, with Jordan Reed's injury concerns. Uh, but they got a steal in Geis. I think if Geis stays on the field, he's one of the best running backs uh, coming out of this class. Um, so they, do they transform into more of a running type of offense? I could see that, and I think that would pay off pretty well for him. Yeah, I think it's more um, what they're trying to do is like what the Redskins did. Uh, or what the Redskins did. What the uh, Chiefs did. Um, they're kind of going to look at what Alex Smith did. I'm sure they liked what he did. That's why they brought him in. You know, they're kind of going to evolve around speed. Um, Geis, obviously, really fast. Uh, Paul Richardson's kind of got that speedy receiver to him, like maybe a Tyreek Hill. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what Alex Smith can do um, in a new place. I think He's been one of my favorite quarterbacks um, in the NFL. I think he doesn't get enough love. He's one of the more consistent quarterbacks in the league. Um, and I think he'll definitely make the Redskins a winning football team. Now, I don't know if they're really a contender right away. Um, but I think the Redskins put the right um, amount of you know weapons around him um, and the type of offense he should be in. And I think the Redskins can win this year uh, with Alex Smith. I think that the... Uh, I can't, can't talk. Um, I don't know. I think the Redskins are just a pretty mediocre football team mm. overall. I, I think they're like probably going to go about like 9-7 and seven this year right in that range. Their division is so strong mm -hmm. with the Eagles sitting on top that they're not going to go any... I don't 
there's no way that they're going to the playoffs. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't see, think they have nearly strong, like enough talent. I know but. Truman said they're trying to build this around the Chiefs, but they don't have Andy Reid. They don't have Nagy. Uh, Jay, Jay I think, Gruden, to me, I think Andy Reid's a fantastic coach. I think Andy Reid's a top five coach, though, in the NFL. Yeah, I agree, but I think Jay Gruden is and, a fantastic coach. And, you know, I know, coach. Brian, they, got ne- they had Nagy, who I think is an offensive wizard, uh, and able to use all those weapons oh, like he did. Uh and I don't think Paul Richardson's Tyree Kill, and I don't think I, I think he could be, but I don't think Geis is you know Kareem Hunt, and they don't have Travis Kelsey up the middle there to work with. I um, think this team, Jordan Reed, he's hurt. He's hurt every single week. He got I don't those know, Jordan Reed issues. when healthy is yeah, and they got Chris Thompson, who I really like Chris Thompson a lot. Uh, but I mean they got on the outside they got Paul Richardson, Crowder, who hasn't really ever been anything. Uh, it's just mediocre wide receivers. I see this team falling a lot. I'm going four and twelve. I think this is one of they're gonna really take a step back this year. Uh, they were mediocre with Kirk Cousins, who I think is a lot better than Alex Smith. Uh, so I think four and twelve, last place team. I don't think the gap between Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith is that big. Um, I think you're getting a a more talented offense overall. Um, and I think you're very underrating Jay Gruden. I think he's won a lot of games with not that great of a roster in the past. Um, so I really like him. I, I, he's one of my favorite head coaches in the league. Maybe it's just because of the Gruden name. Um, but I, I disagree 100%. I think the Redskins are going to go 10 and 6 this year. Um, I don't think they're. I think they're going to fall short of the playoffs because I think the NFC is going to be a very, very tough conference. And that division, like Brian said, um, is going to be fantastic with the Giants coming up this year and the Eagles being the Eagles and the Cowboys. You never know what the Cowboys are going to do. So I think this division is going to be fantastic, and I think the Redskins are going to fall at 10-6, and six, um, which right now I believe would be third in that division, according to my like records. I'm still going to go with like 9-7, and 8-8, and eight, like right around. Mm, mediocre. Yeah, just middle yeah. of the road team. That's, that's Alex Smith, he's just a mediocre guy. You are really I like Alex Smith, Alex but he's Smith. not. He is one of the more consistent quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't have I, anything. I agree. Through, through six or seven weeks last year, he was a, he was a top three MVP candidate. Yeah, and they got Travis Kelsey, who's a top top one one and two tight end with Gronkowski. Tyreek Hill's one of the better offensive players in the league with his speed and versatility. Kareem Hunt was the NFL's leading rusher last year. They don't have any of that this year. I don't think the Redskins I mean, lack that. That I mean, I don't, they do not have the weapons that the Chiefs have, but it's not like it's a big, big gap. I think Jordan I, Reed, when healthy, is top three, top five tight getting, end in the league. I think Chris Thompson and Geis, I think that's a good running back combination back there. I think it's speedy. I think they're a good one-two. Um, I love Paul Richardson. I love what he did in Seattle. Um, he's just getting a lot of, like, what he had in the Chiefs and what he has now the Redskins, they're off-brand Chiefs weapons. Yeah, but I think That's you're just think. Un, you're underrating Alex Smith. I feel like you're just. I don't, he, I don't think he's a mediocre quarterback. I, I think, think he's, he's a game manager and he plays as good as his. Why weapons does he get are. that reputation? And he had one of the top deep deep ball percentages last year. He's a game manager, but he's like never really been able to win in the playoffs. Yeah. So. Oh, I don't think he's a playoff quarterback. I'm like, I'm not hugging him. He plays. Top five he plays as good as his talent is, and this talent is not that good. I disagree. You guys are forgetting also the Redskins have like a really good offensive line. I think they yeah. have one of the best offensive they do. lines in the NFL. Trent Williams is one of the best left tackles yeah. in the league. And I'm, I'm just looking from just off the top of my head, it's definitely better than the Chiefs. 
because uh, yeah. I think the Chiefs had one of the worst in the league last year. Yeah. Uh, so I think I I don't know. I think you're really really underrating uh, Alex Smith, and I don't think he's a you know mediocre quarterback. I think he's one of the better ones in the league, and I think the Redskins are pumped up to go from Kirk Cousins to Alex Smith because I don't think it's that big of a gap. I I think he's. I mean, you wouldn't rank him in the top ten. He's not a top ten quarterback. I think he's. 10, 11, 12. He's 12 to maybe 16 in that range. He's mediocre. definitely not, not, he's definitely not, he's definitely top 15. Yeah, so mediocre, I'd say, I'd rank him maybe 14 or 15. He's like a mediocre mm, guy. I would say he's 10, 11, 12. <laughs> I don't know. But, I said 4 and 12, I don't think they're going to do that well this year. But we're moving now to the Buccaneers, a team that went 5 and 11 last year. Uh, they're going to be dealing with a lot beginning of the season. No Jameis Winston, their guy the last couple years, suspended three games. Uh, I know Brian's shaking his head over here. Uh, they didn't lose a lot. They lost Doug Martin, who you know has been dealing with his own off-the-field type of stuff. Uh, but they added you know, Pierre Paul. They added Vinnie Curry. They added Bo Allen. Three solid defensive line pieces. That just adds to uh, you know, uh, McCoy, the be- one of the better defensive linemen in the NFL. And then they took uh, Vita Vey with their first-round pick. So this defense line is obviously the focus of that team right now. It's one of the better defensive lines in the NFL. Uh, then they took Ronald Jones out of USC. He's, he's, he's pretty good running back. He was ranked kind of first round, maybe late first round. And the guy they took that I really like is Carlton Davis, the corner out of Auburn. Uh, he was kind of an underrated guy, late second, early third. Uh, and they took him in the second round. Uh, I really like him, like him a lot. Uh, they have some good wide receivers, though. Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans is one of the better one-two punches in the league. Uh, O.J. Howard didn't show a lot last year, but he has the talent to be a pretty good tight end. Uh, but I think this is going to revolve around Jameis Winston. And I think Jameis Winston's a pretty overrated quarterback. Uh, he's not what he was at Florida State. We'll see what happens this year, but I just don't think this team is going to compete really anywhere in the NFL. Um, one of the underrated things about the, the uh, Buccaneers is their defensive coordinator, Mike Smith. I love Mike Smith. I loved him when he was in Atlanta as the head coach. Um, I think he's one of the tougher, grittier coaches in the league. And I think they got him some pass rushers. They got him a good defensive line. And they got, they got. got. I think they got an overall pretty good defense. Um, and I think that's going to help them a lot. Um, I, I just love Mike Smith. I love the way he coaches. But then you look at the offense. Um, you know, the talent's there. O.J. Howard was one of the best prospects in the league two years ago, coming out of Alabama. Um, they've got... Mike Evans, who I think is one of the best receivers in the league, um, I think, and then Deshaun Jackson, I think if he plays, you know, if he's healthy and he gets his receptions, is, you know, one of the better receivers in the league. Um, it all comes down and rests on the shoulders of Jameis Winston. If he can come back after his two games, three-game three suspension, I think uh, the, the Buccaneers can compete and be a scrappy team. But the three games that Jameis Winston is out for, I don't think people realize this, they have the toughest three games to start the season. I think they play the Eagles, I think they play the Steelers, and I think they have another tough game. So it is, it's three very, very tough games. I couldn't tell you off the top of my, top of my head, but I can't see them winning one of those games. I see them starting the season maybe 0-3, maybe 1-2, and, and then from there, it's just going to be rough and downhill for Jameis Winston to come in and try to, you know, gather everybody together. So so you guys don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going no. to be able to... I love Ryan I like Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of my favorite quarterbacks. But <laughs> he plays... The, I'm going to look it up. They play, definitely play the Eagles once, and they play the Steelers. Buccaneers schedule. So it's just going to be impossible for them to... I yeah. mean, 
I just don't, like, I don't know. I do not think, I think there's a lot of talent on the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers will have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. I mm-hmm. think they finish with, like, a top five defensive line this year if everyone stays healthy. But I think there's, I think they're going to be awful. Yeah. <laughs> so they start the season, first game, at New Orleans. Okay, loss. So loss. <laughs> then the Eagles travel down to Tampa Bay. Loss. Loss. Yeah. And then the Steelers go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I see 0-3. I don't think... 0-3, maybe... maybe No, it's 0-3. And Jameis Winston's going to have to come in and gather everyone together, which he's... In, I don't know if he can do. <laughs> yeah, I don't see him as a leader. Then they go to Chicago. Um, loss. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, then they play Atlanta, Cleveland. I don't know. I just feel like it's just going to be very tough for the Buccaneers to win many games. Yeah, I don't think Jameis Winston is a leader. I don't think he is. He has the talent to be a franchise quarterback, but he's just I – mean, he's I mean, he's stupid. He's just not a good leader. He's not a good uh, face-of-your-franchise type of guy. Uh, I think Mike Evans is – a guy who could change this offensive round if they were to run their offense through him. I like Ronald Jones. I think he could be a featured back, but they're just going to run this through Jameis Winston, and I don't think he is the type of guy to do that. I think Dirk Cutter gets fired at the end of the year. I think they go 6-10. and 10. Uh, A little bit better than 5-11, but just mediocre with all his talent. That's not going to cut it uh, for the Buccaneers' ownership. So they're going to cut Cutter. They'll find somebody, maybe Mike Smith, maybe they promote him. Uh, that would be a good idea, but 6-10, and 10, I think, is just another bad, mediocre year for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm going to go 5-11. I don't think they improve at all, and I think they get rid of Cutter um, after this season and get Jameis Winston kind of a revamped new system where he can kind of develop and see what happens after that. But they have the talent, and I think they could be a scrappy team that teams really don't want to play, but I don't think they're going to win this. Just because it's defense in line, I think. Really gonna help them out, but yeah, and they have talent on the offense, mm-hmm. and they got like a like a forty year old Brent Grimes. Yeah, sure, yeah. In the yeah. Too. yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think that the Buccaneers are gonna go like five and eleven this year. Yeah, there's not they're not that good, but two me two pretty mediocre teams we did today. But uh, like we said, training camp is opening up, so NFL news is gonna start you know buzzing. A couple you know people who didn't show up at camp yesterday. I'll run through this list. You know, Khalil Mack. Aaron Donald, Le'Veon Bell, no surprises there. Earl Thomas was kind of a surprise, but not really. He wants to be traded, and I don't blame him. And then Sam Darnold, he didn't show up either. Uh, he hasn't gotten his deal yet. Uh, I don't really know why he hasn't showed up. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a little concerned, but, I mean, what are you going to do there? If he's he's the guy, he's in, he's in a competition with three guys, Bridgewater and McCown. I mean, I don't think he wants to take any time, sort of time off here. Well, doesn't he want to win over his teammates? Yeah. And if he's a roommate, a room, roommate, rookie, already bitching about his contract, that just doesn't really, that doesn't set well with the veterans on the team. So that's not good for him. Yeah, and I think, you know, Earl Thomas, like I said, he wants to be traded. He's going to get traded here soon. Uh, Seattle's just falling apart right now. Um, but yeah, Earl Thomas, Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack are some of the biggest names. Taylor Lewan was supposed to hold out. But he showed up yesterday. Uh, Julio Jones, supposed to hold out. He got his contract figured out. I don't know what happened there, but he's going to show up to camp. So, All right, so I have, I don't know, I have random Raiders news right now, even though I'm not a big Raiders fan. I saw earlier that John Gruden has apparently not spoken to Khalil Mack once since That's taking weird. over his That's head concerning. coaching job, which is just like... He's your best player? Yeah, I have no idea why <laughs> that has not happened. And then also, the other day, I saw that John Gruden said 
that um, if he can't, quote, get the job done, then he will not take any of the Raiders' money. And I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I had ever heard. Clint Mack's one of the best defensive players <laughs> That's That kind of leads into our next, yeah. you know, what are some of the storylines heading into training camp? And I had, you know, how is John Gruden going to do as a head coach? Because he's been, what is it, it's been like 10 years since he last coached or something like that. Crazy. And, you know, this is concerning if I'm a Raiders fan because Khalil Mack is your guy. You, yeah, you, I mean, he's your franchise player, really. Be, I mean, Derek Carr is, you know, good quarterback. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. But, but Khalil Mack yeah. is kind of who they're building. He's a franchise-changing player. And to be not talking to him at to all. The, yeah, to the new head coach to not even have a conversation with him. I Listen, I love John Gruden. I think he's going to do fantastic. Um, but I don't know why he hasn't talked to his best defense player. I I think <laughs> that the Raiders are going to be awful. I think really? the Raiders like had something really good going. And then Derek Carr broke his leg, I believe. Right? Yeah. And now it's just by this point, it's just, it's just a mess. It's a yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> really, uh, I I'm gonna disagree on that one. Like, well now they're moving to I Las mean, Vegas. That's gonna hurt. The whole Michael Crabtree, Jordy Nelson thing, like. Yeah. It's Jordy. Oh, it's Jordy Nelson. Okay, so they they got Amari Cooper, Jordy Nelson, Martavis Bryant. Martavis um, Bryant, Martavis too. Martavis Bryant, like, what are you That's doing? A, Marshawn Lynch. Bringing in Marshawn Lynch made no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't too. know. I think Derek Carr is... They know. got Doug Martin, though. They added him. I like Doug Martin if he can stay healthy. and not. They just have so many, like, questionable guys. Yeah. Like, Doug Martin, Marshawn Lynch. We'll see, yeah. we'll see, we'll see what... Like, I don't know. We'll see what John Gruden can do. Yeah, but that's going to be a big storyline watching what he can do. Another one I have is, you know, the Seahawks. Can they... This just seems like since the Super Bowl... They've just been falling apart the last couple of years. I mean, they're another team. It's just been a mess. They've had like 600 different running backs come through that building. Uh, Russell Wilson's really been the only consistent force. That defense, the Legion of Boom, is just gone. Sherman's gone. Chancellor retired. It's just a mess right now. I saw something where they were open to trading everybody except Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, which are two key guys, obviously. But, I mean, this team, I think Pete Carroll's gone in a couple of years. And they've really fallen far since the Super Bowl. I don't know why the Seahawks like just refuse to add linemen. Like they have, they've yeah, had the worst trash. line in the NFL for years, where they just like bring in <laughs> random guys. Who they Some just, of them haven't even played football. They bring before. in running backs to try and, but they can't. Nobody can run behind that offensive line. They don't yeah, exactly. So I think if you want to build a run game, you go from the offensive they had, line. Then they had Rawls. Yeah. Rawls was a really good running back. He yeah, got hurt because really. that off. He was good. Okay. I mean, he was good. He was good. Yeah. They have Car- Carlson last year. Carson last year. He was pretty solid. He showed some promise. He got hurt. I mean, this team is just every year they and throw a new another guy. And then they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round. Yeah, it wasn't even projected to go <laughs> in the first round. When they definitely could have picked a decent offensive lineman yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. they had Will Hernandez was still on the board. He's the first round offensive Will lineman. Will Hernandez was still there. I think Connor Williams was still there. Yeah, there were some big names. <laughs> and instead they went with Rashad Penny. You no, know, that's Tom Cable. He's the offensive line coach over there, and he's like fighting on the sidelines with guys. It's just <laughs> it's a mess. That's another mess of a franchise. You know, I think the defense have kind of covered it up the last couple of years, but. This team has just been kind of a mess for a long time. I don't think Pete Carroll has so much control on that locker room as people think. So I think I could see him getting the axe this year. Truman talked about it in the last show. Uh, and then obviously the rookie quarterbacks, you know, who's going to be the first guy to get that starting job? I think Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco is going to be huge to watch. Uh, I, think, I don't think Joe Flacco really realizes the pressure that he's under right now. Even though they took a first-round quarterback, he should really – start stepping it up and I don't think he realizes you know he's in a competition right now even though they won't admit it so 
that's something to watch for, I think. Yeah, I think um, I think the first one that might get the job, and people said he shouldn't. People said this guy should just sit for years. But I think Josh Allen's got a shot to start in Buffalo. Um, I like McCarron, though. I like, McCarron's all right. But, but I think that Buffalo is in a chance where they're just getting – they don't have that many weapons. And the thing about Josh Allen is he's got a lot of hype around him, and I feel like he just makes big plays and makes people turn their heads. And I think that could be enough to get him a starting job. Um, but I honestly don't see any of those first-round quarterbacks starting. But I think Josh Rosen's another one um, who he can push Sam Bradford. I think the only time Rosen will start is when Bradford gets hurt. And Bradford's going to get hurt. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Josh Rosen definitely has the greatest chance to start. But I just want to add in like a little quick side note. I don't know if either of you have seen Jay Cutler on his yeah, wife's it's, show. I watch it every single It's yeah, great. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> He's just such a weird guy. He like just does not care at all. So no. I would strongly recommend yeah, watching very Cavalier. Yeah, very Cavalier. It's a great show. I've watched I've watched all three episodes. It's pretty good. He's a lot of drama. Fun. Yeah. It's very, He's just it's a lot of drama for someone who doesn't want drama. No, he literally wants no part it's of it. It's just anything. him, like, just sitting there all the time. Just shrugging. Just, and, like, yeah. Just not He's just caring. weird. Just judging these, like, <laughs> girls from a distance. It's so funny. Um, but, yeah, those are some of the storylines. Uh, Todd Gurley, we didn't t- we, it came out after the last show. He got signed up. Four years, $60 million. $20 million a year. Uh, not $20 million a year. I forget what it is. It's, like, 18 averages out or something like that. Uh and if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm pissed right now because, I mean, the Rams don't have a lot of money to be throwing around, especially with the guys they got to be paying here. And Le'Veon Bell, I think, is better than Todd Gurley, and he just gets nothing close to four years, $60 million. So if I'm Steeler fan, that's that's concerning news. Yeah, but if I'm the Rams, I wouldn't have paid him that much because in a couple of years, if Jared Goff you know, stays where we, want, where he, we expect him to be, they're going to have to pay him a boat, boatload of cash. And then the big question mark is Aaron Donald, probably the best defense player in the league. Um, people are saying he's the best defense player in many, many years. And he wants money. And I heard he's not gonna, he's not taking no for an answer. He's not going to take a snap until he gets paid. And how much cash do the Rams have to throw around? Yeah, not enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. we got a question about Aaron Donald. Uh, but we're going to move now to baseball. But before that, I want to remind you that our show is brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by bigger landscaping companies, Brian? Absolutely. Turn to A's. Brian used to work for a landscaping company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turn to A's and trust me, your lawn and your home will never look better. The phone number is 330-241-2392. 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service, LLC. You grow it, we cut it. So baseball, we got the deadline coming up. That's When is the deadline? It's, uh, I believe it's six the- days. Yeah, so the thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, end yeah. of July, <laughs> something like that. Uh, a couple moves uh, that have been going on. Uh, Sang Juan O from the Blue Jays got sent to the Rockies. Uh, bullpen piece. Is he even good still? Two point six ERA right now. I mean, oh, wow. he's gonna be a pretty big piece, I guess. There. He was terrible last year. Yeah, no, he got sent to the. That's why he got sent to the Blue Jays. He was on the Cardinals last year, wasn't he? 
Yes. Yeah. It yeah. Was really bad. He had like a five ERA. And then you got uh, Nathan Ivaldi. Uh, Ivaldi got sent to the Red Sox. It's gonna shore up that rotation. You I think that's think kind so. of funny. I, I you don't, don't think so? I I think Nathan Uvalde's like decent. Like a, he's like really, I don't know. He's he's okay. He's, he's an okay. okay pitcher. I mean, the starting pitching market's not great this at this deadline. So I guess take what you can get there. Yeah, and also arms. I mean, yeah, just pitching is so expensive. Any starting pitchers mm-hmm. are just very. very I mean, you look. Yeah, another move. <laughs> Zach Britton got uh, sent to the Yankees. Uh, which is a little strange. I don't think Britton is what he was a couple years ago. He's still dealing with injuries. Uh, then Jesus Familia got sent to the A's. Another War, bullpen. Warriors, Warriors, whatever. Um, <laughs> got sent to the A's. Two bullpen guys. Bullpen pieces are moving all around. A uh, lot more moves coming in the next couple of days. You guys want to talk about any of these? I think the Warriors Familia trade was fantastic. From what I, from what I've read, the two prospects that. The A's sent over well, the Mets, were very, Mets very low level. The Mets <laughs> yeah, are just a mess. The Mets don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, they, the A's also sent over international bonus pool money, and it was actually kind of a lot, which will help the Mets. But, it, like, they literally gave up almost nothing in terms of, like, current talent. Yeah, I wanted to say this to the end, but to the end of baseball, but the Oakland Athletics right now are on fire. The 60 wins yesterday... This team, if they were in the NL, they'd be the first team to 60 wins. And, you know, they're in the AL, which is, you know, has the Red Sox and Yankees and stuff. But the Athletics are a team to watch right now. I know they've been kind of mediocre the last couple of years. They don't have a lot of huge names. Uh, but this team is coming together right now. I really like the A's. The A's are like, I don't know. I saw them a couple weeks ago with my brother. I went to an Indians game. And... They're just a fun team to watch. You got Chris Davis. He's like not that big. He's like a five. He's like five ten, five eleven, and just he it. just jacks home runs every year. He's like guaranteed to hit like thirty plus home runs. I mean, he's not gonna have like a super high batting average, but who cares? Like yeah. he's just gonna hit home runs. And then you got Matt Chapman. You got him at third base. He's quietly like one of the best defensive players in baseball. Uh, what's his name? Their young first baseman. He is like. Uh, the same i don't know he's he was one of their top prospects yeah. he's got kind of a funny batting stance but he has a ton of power i don't you got jed lowry he's having like one of the best seasons in baseball for like that's for why anyone. his team's so interesting because they don't have a ton they don't have a star and they're just all coming together right now 60 wins for a team who last year i mean they were in like last place last year yeah. I, I'm the Mariners. If I'm the Mariners, I'm looking there. That's I think those are the two teams that are going to be battling it out for the wild card wild spot. And the Mariners haven't made the playoffs. They have the biggest drought in the MLB, and they have to watch the A's right now. Just as hot as as hot as the A's are, it's just if you're a Mariners fan, you are so nervous because this is supposed to be the year the Mariners <laughs> get over the hump. And yes, they're going to have to face probably the the Yankees in the first round or something like that in the wild card game and they're probably not going to beat them no. but <laughs> this that's going to be interesting to watch that last wild card spot between the A's and the Mariners I don't know who else is in there um but that's really interesting to watch but the A's are the hottest team in baseball right now yeah and I know Brian touched on it some underrated we want to give you know some of these underrated guys a little bit of credit uh some guys in the league who are doing pretty well that aren't getting a lot of hype and I think I'm gonna start in Chicago I think Albert Amora. Junior, 
He's batting 320 right now, 357 uh, on base percentage. He's having a really good year, and he's not a guy talk gets talked about a lot, even though they because they have Chris Bryant, Rizzo, stuff like that, and Baez. Also, Albert Mora, his defense is it's pretty darn good in center field. I like I think he's one of the better center fielders defensively in wow. baseball. Yeah, he's he's an all-around solid player, and he just gets you know kind of. Pushed aside because they have Rizzo, Baez, and so many big Bryant. names. Yeah. so many big names. Uh, I think I think I think Bryant <laughs> Bryant's where he belongs now on the DL. Yeah, so, you think so? Yeah, is I he think, on the DL? Yeah, he just yeah, got put on the DL. He just got put on the He's DL. On fantasy team. <laughs> and they they're in a tough series now. They go they go to I don't they're in Chicago against Arizona. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I mean they tough won series. yesterday. It's we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk a little bit. We're moving out. We gotta move on. Uh, me and Brian got into this a little bit, a little, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you got Mike Trout. Wait. You didn't give me my underrated player, who's, and this oh, is this is just it? this just makes it because he's underrated. No one wants to talk about him. But Ross Stripling. Oh, Ross Stripling. Oh, yeah. Dodgers okay. best yeah. ERA in baseball. He went when <laughs> best he came. ERA in baseball, really. Two oh eight for starting pitcher, I believe. Oh wow. Um, he came to the Dodgers last year. Was went to the bullpen to, or no? He went for he was a starting pitcher. Got moved to the bullpen. It's like a and because of injuries, he got moved back to the starting slot, and now he's performing to being having one of the better seasons that any pitcher's having. Um, and I think he's going to impact. Was he an All Star? No, I don't no. think he was. I think he was but the biggest, underrated. one of the biggest snubs. That's actually that's a good one, Truman. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. yeah I forgot about no, him. No one, no one wants to talk about him. I remember hearing not too long ago that I, I think it might have been Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager, saying like. The Dodgers would have not. They would have like a sub 500 record if it wasn't for Ross Stripling. Like mm-hmm. he's been that valuable. He's holding them together. Kershaw's not. Kershaw's injury. No. And then I, I don't know. Just the whole Dodgers. I think he's going to impact playoffs greatly. Um. So like I said, me and Brian got into this a couple of weeks ago. Mike Trout versus Mookie Betts. Who wins the AL MVP? I'm going. I think Mookie Betts gets it. Brian. I like Mike Trout a lot. I just don't think he's having the type of season that Mookie Betts is having. I think that's a literally absurd. I think that's. Crazy. I'm gonna go down the stats. Batting average: Mookie Betts leading the whole MLB right now, 351. Trout, 311. I mean, just not everything is about batting. I know. Average, home runs: Trout's got four more. Mookie Betts, not really a power guy, has 24 home runs. I mean, Hits: Mookie Betts has five more. OPS: Mookie Betts. Is no Trout has a higher OPS right now. He's at 460. Mookie Betts is at 437. Slugging percentage: Mookie Betts 668. Trout 621. Wow, he is a 668 yes. slugging percentage, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like Mike Trout. He's not having the type of season Mookie Betts is having. I think the bat. I think I'm I overrate batting average maybe, but you literally just looking at him having an over 350 batting average. I think that might say he's got a higher Trout's got a higher on base, but still. See, okay, the thing that okay. does it for me about Mike Trout is the fact that since 2012, since his age 20 season, he's been unquestionably the best, the best player, player in baseball, baseball, and he just continues to do it. And then this year, he was on pace to have the greatest season of all time according to WAR, and then. <laughs> He Brian's went a big war guy, by the I'm way. really into the advanced <laughs> stats. But um, then he had, like, a, I think he, like, like, I don't know. He did something with his finger, got put on the DL, and then that ruined his chances of having the greatest season of all time. But just the consistency of being great 
is what mm-hmm. does it for me. But I totally, honestly, if they continue like how they are, I could see my or Mookie Betts winning it. Just I see because Mike he, Trout is like Mike Trout's like the LeBron of baseball. He's the easy MVP choice every year, but people just don't want to give him the MVP every year because like that's kind of boring. It ruins the MVP award. So they try their best to you know hype up other guys like Mookie Betts and Trout's like I said he's one of the most underrated even though he is the best player in baseball he's one of the most under marketed players in the game in all of sports right now you don't hear from him at all the only time I ever heard from him was in the all-star game when they mic'd him up you never hear like interviews you never see him doing any sort of commercials or anything like that and he's the LeBron of baseball he's one of the best players of all time right now and that's yeah. crazy to say. If he if he retired today, he would already go to the hall. Yeah. And he's 26. Yeah, that's insane. Like, and yeah. ever ever since he's been in the league, he's just been the best player. It's never been he's never had a down year. No. And the only reason Altuve got it last year was because Trout was hurt, and you know that's the only reason why he doesn't get it every year. I think. I don't think Trout's a sexy pick anymore. I think just like you said, just like LeBron in the NBA, nobody wants to see LeBron win MVP. It's just like, like we know boring. LeBron's the best player in the world. And we know Trout's the best player in the world in baseball. But I think, so I think for that reason, and the stats, uh, the sexy stats, I think I'd call them, you know, batting average and stuff like that, Mookie Betts just leads him in. Um, so I would say Mookie Betts just going to win for that reason. I, even though I want Mike Trout to, I, I mean, honestly, I'd be happy with either of them winning. Yeah. I'm not going to be, like, opposed to Mookie Betts winning. But I just... Okay, I do actually have one stat where Mike Trout is higher up. All right. OPS plus on baseball reference. It's how you measure a, a like a batter's overall value mm-hmm. and it takes in into account like everything sort of even formula. to like what like stadium he's playing in. Yeah. And Mike Trout has an OPS plus of 199, which is absolutely absurd, <laughs> and Mookie Betts has an OPS plus of 192, which is also insane. Yeah. So I mean they're right the there. It, yeah, it's literally I don't know. I think I think I actually might agree with you guys. I didn't now. think Mookie Betts had twenty four home runs. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Like he is He's, both of them yeah. are just insane. Like But I mean we'll see what happens. Those are the two guys right now though. Uh then National League, I think Nolan Arenado gets it. He's having a great season. He's another guy, underrated, one of the better players in the league, and he's just you know, you don't hear from him at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to move now to basketball, but before that, I wanted to remind you that our show is brought to you by Dee's Home Cuts. Dee's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, you can get a haircut and styling. Truman and I have been getting our haircut at Dee's for the last couple months. We have never looked or felt better. Uh, Dom is a great barber. Cuts get better every single time because he is always upgrading his equipment so he can give you the best haircut possible. You can find Dee's Home Cuts on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, set up the appointment right in the Instagram bio. It was really easy. Dee's Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So basketball, not a lot going on in basketball, so we're going to move a little quickly because uh, I know we want to get to uh, one of these questions here. Uh, Vince Carter signed with the Hawks. One-year deal. Uh, 21 years in the NBA right now. Coming off the bench. So he's going to the worst team in the league? Yeah, he's just he was on the Kings last year. He's just a veteran. It's a good deal for the Hawks because, I mean, they get a Hall of Famer, one of the best players of all time, to sit on their bench and teach, you know, Trey Young 
and other rookies like that. Why is he doing that? Why can't Why can't Vince Carter just take a flyer with the Warriors for a million dollars and win a championship? I just don't think teams want him. I mean, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> why Why wouldn't the Warriors want him for? for I'm sure he'd take a million bucks to win a championship. Just yeah. Go to the Warriors sit on the bench and come in every once in a while. He'd be a champion. He can ride off in the sun. But now he's gonna ride off in the sun with the worst team in the league. Yeah, I mean, he gets a better chance to play, though, probably on the Hawks than the Warriors. Yeah, he probably wouldn't true. even touch the floor with the Warriors. Though. Yeah, I know. But who, what, I mean, I don't know. He wants to play basketball. I give him 21 years. Is He's, like, he's older he's than... Is he older than Dirk? I forget. I feel like he is older than Dirk. I don't him know. Him and Dirk, 21 years. They've been in the league together. That's insane. Uh, then some, some of the best free agents still available. We're going to run through this real quick. Clint Capella is obviously the biggest name. I, have, I don't know why he hasn't been signed yet. He's one of the better young players in the in the NBA. Uh, I don't know why he hasn't been signed yet. Same with Julio Okafor. I think somebody's got to take a flyer on him. He was a top five pick, uh, and he's been working out really hard over the offseason. Nick Young, Jamal Crawford, Dwayne Wade, all those three guys provide valuable uh, scoring and other assets off the bench. Don't know why they haven't been signed yet either. Uh, it's kind of like baseball last year where a couple top guys didn't get signed until way later. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. I think all five of those guys deserve a contract, though, in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. Those are some good players. I mean, Nick Young, I think he can provide you know good three-point shooting off the bench. Uh, he didn't do that much with the Warriors last year. I think he just kind of wanted to win a championship. And then Dwayne Wade, if he leaves Miami, I'd be very surprised. But he's a good veteran. and he, he He's can, waiting for Miami column he can still he can still provide some scoring um so i think those you know they'll get their contracts not like they won't be on the team next year yeah uh so question to answer now uh we'll start with the first one we'll just get into it what's going to be the mlb playoff picture predictions right now we'll start with the al because i know you guys want to get to the nl two nl guys um but uh, we'll go number one seed we'll go down one to five we'll just do we'll go around the table so i think number one seed think boston easily boston. boston's the easy pick uh, Boston. In Boston. All right. So yeah. wait. Two, Houston. Houston. Definitely Houston. Yeah. Three, Cleveland. 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 Okay. Four, I think the A's. I think the A's continue their hot streak. I think they get the number four seed. Easy pick there. I think they're just so hot right now. Wait, so you think they... They, like, the Mariners don't go. Yeah. And then... So you think, so you think the A's are going to get the home yeah. wild card? Wait, well, you think they're going to get the whole... Yeah. You think they're going to... Yeah. How would they do better than the Yankees? I think though? they're going to be better than the Yankees. I think the Yankees start to fall. They've been falling the past couple weeks. No. Yeah. Yankees, the, at, Yankees at four. They've been falling. Yeah. You guys seen the thing with Gary Sanchez? Yeah. He's yeah. lazy as shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Yankees at four for me, Brian. I think... I still think the Yankees have home field. I, as much as I hate, yeah. hate the Yankees. And then I think Oakland does get, get the second wild card I think spot, I think the Yankees get the, the fifth seed. But I I have I want to go to the Mariners just for the sake of just, I just feel uh, bad for their fans. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the A's are hot, but how long can they keep it up? And I I just really want to pick the Mariners because they're fans. That's like Buffalo, the Bills of baseball. So I'm kind of rooting for the Mariners. I feel like. All right, we'll go to the NL. Uh, number one seed, Cubs. I'm just gonna say it, throw it out there. Yeah, I I agree. I think you like being on like yeah. I think Cubs, Cubs. are the best team in the NL. So you think the Cubs are going to take the yes. number one seed? Yes, easily. Yeah. I think the Phillies are going to be the number one seed. You are crazy. I think the Phillies are going to be the number one seed. I think the Phillies got the number two seed. Nope. I think the Dodgers are going to take the number two seed. Wow. Wow, that's pretty bold. Yeah. I, I mean, Justin Turner's on the DL. I think 
I, the Dodgers are playing Dodgers. I think Arizona gets that division. I think. Oh my God, that would be the funniest. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, so keep going. Okay, so two. I think Philadelphia. I like. I really like Philadelphia. Okay. I'm at I, year two. You said number one seed was Philly. You know that, right? Yeah. And I got, okay. I got, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know that. Um, <laughs> wait, why is that such a big thing? They're the number one seed right now. No, the Cubs are right now. Oh, yeah, the Cubs are. The Phillies are two games behind them. Exactly. Yeah. Cubs are the best team. I, I'm i pretty sure. I don't know. I, I think well, that. you talk the Chicago teams up for being a Packers fan. Like, it's baseball. It's completely oh, different yeah. from football. I I don't know. I'm I'm as much as I don't want to say it, I have a feeling the Dodgers are probably. Pretty yeah. strong, like. So what seed were they in your? Two. I'm second, confused. Second, where we are. Two. Okay. Second. Second. Okay, I got Dodgers at two as well. Three. I got Arizona. I think Arizona beats the Dodgers out for that seed. Uh, we'll see what happens with Machado, how he you know gels in that lineup. But I think I think it go back and forth there. I have the Dodgers at four, but three. I have Arizona. I have the Brewers at three. You the you have the Brewers at three. Yeah. Okay. What? I mean, why am I crazy to think this? We're two the last, the Cubs. The last two weeks, this team has completely fallen off from How where they so? were. We just beat the Nationals in a the series. The Nationals aren't a good the team. Nationals are bad. I mean, let's just face I, it. I like, think the, the Nationals, Nationals are a good team. They're I, overrated. They just and then we're, we're, out, we're going to San Francisco right now. San Francisco's not that great of a ball club. They're 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 five hundred team. They're decent. They're, they're decent. decent. They could win that division too. They're the, four games the, the, out. The, yeah, Madison Bumgarner. The, the Cubs. They Chris Bryant's on the DL right now. They're they're playing that, Arizona, they a tough team. Chris Bryant. The whole I year. think I think the Brewers. I think they're gonna go ahead. I think they're gonna beat out the Yankees for this J A Happ race in the really? for the uh for J A Happ. I think we're gonna get quality starter. And I think the Brewers are going to beat out the Cubs. This is the year the Brewers beat out the Cubs. For the you can Brewers. argue it, Brian. I just, I don't want to listen, give credit I, to that. I just, I mean, the Cubs are just so much more talented than the Brewers. I, I disagree. I, like, they got uh, the better manager. They have the better starting rotation, the better, better bullpen. Manager. Yes, they do. The, Joe, no. Joe Madden is and ten times better. In my, in my opinion, are the best two managers. best managers. Like, there's, I don't even think it's a Choking question. or... It choking. Oh, Madden won the okay. World Series. Okay. Craig right. Council right. hasn't so, been in the playoffs. And well, I mean, he, he, did, he, did he come into a team that he was rebuilding from the ground up? I don't know. Joe Madden came into a team that was rebuilding. Yeah. yeah I think Joe Madden kind of got into a good spot, and he saw the talent that the Cubs were going to have. And, I, I don't want to oh give God. credence I, to his... The, it's stupid. I don't even want to argue. That. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, I don't, I don't right. understand. You, you say that, Number but you have four, no argument. Fourth seed, I have the Dodgers. Like I said, too much talent. I think they get in the playoffs. Cubs uh, for me at four. Cubs for you at four. Yeah. Um. I will. I. It has to be the Brewers for me. And. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Brewers at four. <laughs> and then. Travis is gonna have the Brewers missing the playoffs. Just. I just. Uh, it's just so hard, Brian. You know, dealing with this. I. Don't even know what to say. <laughs> the Brewers have 58 wins, everyone, and Travis is gonna pick them to miss the playoffs, everyone. Just okay. So everyone knows. Well, all right. So what do you have for? Four. I have the Cubs. Okay. Five. I have. It's right there. Brewers and Atlanta. I like. To, I want to give Atlanta. I think they're I the think better. I think Atlanta has 53, 54. Atlanta's the right better now. team right now. I'm going right now. The I'm going off of right. Wins. What happened right now? The Brewers are just coming off a seven-game losing streak. 
Wow. They just beat the. They just had two. They beat the Nationals two. Out three beat games. a bad Nationals team. This team is two not as good as they once were. Trading the Brewers every year do the same thing. They start really, really hot and they extend it a little more every single year, and then they fall. So it's you're saying year. no one should listen to me, but why would anyone listen to you when the only reason you're picking the Brewers miss playoffs because me? I mean, Brent Suter just. Like Brent Suter, we could pick it. We don't have a great starting rotation. And that's what you need. Where's Jimmy Nelson at? Jimmy Nelson's coming back. I just don't. The starting rotation is too shaky for me to give them credence in the playoffs. Okay, well you're an idiot because the <laughs> because the Braves have the I think we're four and a half five. The and Braves half have a way better starting rotation though. We're four and a half five games better than the Braves, and I don't see and where lost seven, they, they picked that just up lost on seven us. straight. I don't. I see it. I, I don't think, think they picked that up. On I us. think that the Braves are kind of kind of suck in the second half, but I don't know. I don't think that the Brewers. Are... The Braves have Freddie Freeman, who's an a, who's an MVP candidate. The Brewers have nobody close to an MVP candidate. I mean, Christian Yelich is batting three three fifteen, three ten. I think Lorenzo Cain's batting near three hundred. Um, that's so I don't great, think... but they're not. <laughs> They're not game-changing type of players. They're just good players. <laughs> How are they not game-changing type of players? No, Christian Yelich is one of the better, best outfielders in the league. He's not the best Lorenzo, outfielder in the league. One of the best outfielders in the league. He's batting over 310. He's great in the field. I don't understand how could you could say he's not one of the best outfielders in the league. He's just been a consistent... He's a franchise-changing player. No, he's, he's not. Yes, he is. He's a franchise-changing player. You think player. Christian Yelich is a franchise-changing player, Brian? No, he's not. I mean, he's, he's, he is really, really good. He's one of the best outfielders in the league. Yes. He's like, what are you saying with that? Like, top what? Top, top. Top five. He's not top oh, five. Top oh, five. my God. No. You know that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You know that's stupid. In the stupid. NL. Okay, now you change it to the NL, the NL, but I still. Give me your top five in the NL. I don't want to do that. I want to uh, do a list. We can do it on another show. Give me top five in the NL. I would say, I would say Christian Yelich. Without a doubt, top ten in the NL. No, there's no question. He's a five-tool player. He can do everything. Um, he doesn't have power. He's got a little bit of power. Yeah, a little I, pop. He, he has like not... the potential to eventually have some power. But I mean, I would put him at like. I don't know. I'd say he's. I don't know. I'd I, say I, he's I... in the range of fourteen to twenty in the MLB. Bullshit. I would say that. He's definitely top 15 in the league. There's some good outfields. Yeah. Top 15 in the league. I don't know. We'll make a list, I guess, now. We I, it's so it. hard to, like, think of every... There's so many... Because there's three outfielders on every, every team. team. <laughs> it's top hard five, to... Top 15. And I think Lorenzo Cain's top 20. No, he is not. Uh, Lorenzo Cain's... No. I think they're both really, really good. I think they're both not tw- two fantastic players. Brewers have a top five outfielding league. That is... Because I think you put Yelich and Kane together. Who's your third guy? It, it goes off between Braun. It can go off between Santana when he's up. But I think you literally have Yelich and Kane. Domingo Santana was like how he was last year. I mean, I, I know. think he's the Yankees now, have a way better outfield. Move them down. I don't know. We, I mean, we, we, we can talk about Red this. Too, we can talk about this all... All day. Why are you laughing about Brett Phillips? <laughs> Chaz, you don't even know. All right, we got to move on because... Okay, so who's your five? You guys... Oh, oh Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks? Yeah, Diamondbacks for me, too. Okay, so... All right, we got to move on. Um, one question we got... It was kind of debated on Twitter yesterday, so I threw it in there. Uh, 
is watching your team, your MLB team, sell at the deadline one of the most heartbreaking things to watch? Because you look, like we'll go to the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles last year, a couple years ago, were really good. And now they're just giving, getting rid of everybody. And you're watching, as a fan of the Orioles, I know Truman... You have a little bit of experience with this. The Indians don't really. Cubs, not really. I'd say the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs. Well, yeah, but were you, do you remember when they started to sell off pieces? Uh, like, uh, not, not really, but like, I don't know. Just to be like, let's just say the Cubs, uh, it's a couple years, they start trading away. Chris Bryant. Rizzo. That would be. Well, keep it's in mind hard they to watch. Won a championship, though, together. Yeah. Like the Orioles. Like, or like the really White Sox a couple years ago, they got rid of Sale. To me, to me, this is a, this is a weird question. I don't think it's one of the most heartbreaking thing of all sports because I'm watching your team trade away. I can think of losing in the playoffs by a dropped onside kick. I can think of losing by a hail mary. I can think of um, a bunch of things, a buzzer beater. Uh, there's just it's yeah, not it's not heartbreaking. those are instant those are instant heartbreaks watching a team slowly yeah, get I mean, rid of your favorite players is to me hard. when I remember I mean it was hard because I Carlos Gomez was one of my favorite players uh, Prince Fielder was one of my favorite players but like I look at the team it was almost like exciting because like okay yeah we're losing these players that were my favorite and like my childhood let's know, go to childhood no my childhood like favorites but like. Okay, we're not winning the World Series with these guys, but you know, you look and you kind of follow. Oh, we're getting you know the Astros two top prospects for Carlos Gomez. It's kind of interesting to watch. And I'm not, I'm not like you guys, I, I or Brian at least. Um, you know, I don't really have that much information about like farm system players, and that kind of brought me into it. Um, and I thought it was interesting, but you know, I guess I don't think it's one of the most heartbreaking thing in all sports because I go to a team like Miami. I think Miami, being a Miami Marlins fan. I mean that. Well, that would just be demoralizing. I mean, you lost, you <laughs> lost, you lost a no, really good man. group of guys. You lost a great group. Of guys. Did they you even lost, have any? You lost. This is what you lost. You lost D Gordon. This is in a span of like. I don't even know if they have fans. In a span of like ten months, obviously, you know, Jose Fernandez thing was terrible, and that's completely you can't talk about no, that. Yeah, but like, I mean, no, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Like, if you actually, if if there is a Miami Marlins fan out there, it would suck to be you. You lost, okay, you lost Jose Fernandez, obviously that's different. You lost D. Gordon, you lost Ozuna, you lost Yelich, you lost Stanton. All, this was a good core group of guys you could have won with easily if they would have had a little bit more pitching. And they just got traded off for nothing. I think, And though, they have nothing. It's, okay, trading at the deadline, I think it's, okay, it's the same as saying, okay, your team's going to be bad. And you, you can have bad teams in the NFL, and you can have bad teams in the um, NBA and whatever. But the one thing about the MLB is I think it's easier to be a bad team in the MLB because at least you have hope. Like, you have hope of, like, a farm system and stuff like that. And it's easier to be bad there because, oh, I can watch. Oh, I got this guy coming up in a couple years. This guy's going to bring hope and stuff like that. But when it comes to the NFL, you got to wait for draft picks. you got to wait. I mean, it's pretty much you're banking it all on the draft. For the NBA, same thing. You're banking it all on the draft. For the MLB, I think it's more, you know, you can acquire prospects and there's hope. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something pretty like, like, I don't know. Just for example, like, Let's say that the Mets trade Jacob Degrom, mm-hmm. like this coming up week. It's like you have you're like trading away, like a bona fide ace for more guys that you hope 
will eventually turn yeah. into what he already is. <laughs> it's like, and then you I, get like the but positive, at least you'll have like it seems like just the, like buying like a lottery ticket. Almost. Yeah, like that's I don't, a good. But if your if your team's bad in the NFL and your team's bad in the NBA, it's the same thing, but it's almost harder because you don't have a farm system. You don't have you're not really. I mean, you got the draft, but you're not banking on. Or you come a team like the Padres, who just they every time they get some sort of talent, they I think trade you're bringing it up teams yeah. that are just being stupid. Like I think I I like maybe I'm biased with the Brewers. I think the Brewers did their rebuild really good, and I think I think you guys can agree almost with that. You know they they have their farm system and they brought up. It pieces. just takes time, I think. Yeah, it takes time, but like you bring up the Mets. Let's be honest. The Mets have no clue what they're doing. No, they have zero. I mean, clue. they're. I mean, uh, the Padres <laughs> really don't going. have any clue what they're doing. The, the Padres don't know if they want to compete or the Padres want to rebuild. They're. It's the Padres. So I I don't I think if you're smart about the rebuild, I think it's not that demoralizing. Uh, but if you're the if you're a Mets fan, yeah, you gotta watch this. But you just have to understand that your front office doesn't know what they're doing. I mean, I I do kind of agree with you. But the Padres, I think, do know what they're doing. They're definitely rebuilding. Even though like I could see like how it goes I into saw a great area. Where they wanted to trade with. For, for like, Jacob Degrom, yeah, yeah, yes, I yeah, that makes no that. sense. Okay, I agree, but they do have ten top. And when they gave prospects. James Shields that big contract a couple years okay, ago, yeah, okay. Osmer, the big Padres deal. have made some questionable decisions, but they have like top three farm system in Major League Baseball. On I yeah, I agree. I I saw I've seen rankings, but like. They make some questionable moves. Eric Hosmer is not good. <laughs> <laughs> they make some questionable moves. It's just yeah. like you hope the team uh, rebuilds fast, but then you got like the Astros went through like 10, 15 years of just losing. And then they finally got it right. It just takes time, I guess, and it's just hard. Yeah, but I mean, the Brewers rebuild didn't take that long. Maybe I don't. Yeah, there's faster ones, and then there's teams like, you know, like the Padres, who've just been in a rebuild for like 25 years. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for that. Yeah, we're hating on your Padres over there. Yeah, Brian. We? Brian's a big Padres guy. I, guess. I do not like Padres, <laughs> but um, I'm just I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, last question we got is why won't the Rams pay Aaron Donald? Unquestionably, I think we both all can agree the best defensive player in the NFL. They they gave a huge contract to Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley, two pretty good pieces. Brandon Cooks, I don't think deserved top wide receiver money, and Aaron Donald deserves. Every single cent I think you can pay him, and they're just not even. They're like, I heard they're not even like talking right now, which Aaron Donald is a monster. He's a franchise-changing player, and I just think you need him more than Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and people don't realize. I know Jared Goff is going into his third year, um, but in a couple years, if he's you know top-tier quarterback, they're gonna have to pay him a boatload because that cash is just gonna keep going up. Where quarterbacks just gonna have to keep getting more and more. Uh, Marcus Peters, um, you know, I, it's, I know it's his first year there, but if he, you know, he's going to command a little bit of money. He's one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Um, so it's just they have to pay a lot. But what they don't understand is Aaron Donald's on pace to being one of the best defense linemen of all time. And Even you, the players. You have, to, you have to pay him. The only thing I can think of of why they, like, don't want to pay him is just the fact that, like, I don't know. I don't think that the – I could be wrong here, but I feel like the defensive tackle position is, like, not super Valued. valuable, mm-hmm. especially compared to, like, I don't know, like a top-flight wide receiver or, like, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, get what you're I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But even then, that doesn't They're going to have to pay this guy. I mean, like, pass rushers are pretty valuable. And I know he's a defensive tackle, but still, like, mm-hmm. he's had plenty of sacks over, yeah. <laughs> over the years. So, uh, so they're going to have to pay him. I don't know when they will. If they don't, he's going to leave and he's going to get his money elsewhere because somebody's going to give him an insane deal. Um, but that's it for our show today. I want to thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. <laughs> We ask that you go into iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNT Sports Talk 12. Uh, listen to us tomorrow on 12 Ounce from 12 to 1 or on our YouTube page. I uh, want to thank you to Brian coming in today, spending some time. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, that's it for our show. Have a great day, and tune in on Tuesday. Thank you. Go Packers.